Hello everybody and once again welcome to the Tiro podcast. My name is Danny and this is in conjunction with the Travel Industry Recruitment Opportunities Facebook group. There is a small section of it now available on LinkedIn as well, although the group is just growing. It's incredible. We're now um, well over 1,800 members, getting closer to that, that magic number of 2,000. And the good thing about the group is we're seeing lots of new jobs being added into there on a daily basis now. There seems to be a real surge of new roles in the travel industry, which if you're looking to return or join, it's a great opportunity to check them out. Um, And the group is working. We're getting some lovely messages from people that have found work back in the industry as a result of the group, which is what it was set up to do. So we're really pleased on that. Once again, thanks to everybody that is sharing those jobs in there and um, continuing to add the their, their friends, colleagues and uh, family to the group. So, But today I'm very pleased to say that I've got a special guest with me. Gail Kenny of Gail Kenny Executive Recruitment has joined me once again. And Gail is going to be talking about um, an exciting new venture that you've got, aren't you, Gail? Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Very good. Excellent. Very excited about um, best workplaces in travel excellent well, that's it yeah so it's the it's the the best workplaces in travel you know obviously the pandemic will have thrown up a few questions on how companies treated their staff um uh, whether they were on furlough or whether they're actually working through it and um let's let's just go right into it how did this idea evolve um it's it's i guess the initiative has been on my mind for um, over a year, but the timing wasn't um, right, obviously, during the pandemic. So um, we launched um, back in January um, alongside Purple Cubed, who are workplace uh, culture experts um, and have already done something similar to this in hospitality. So we saw it as a, a great opportunity for to team up and to partner with purple cubed they have they are the engine room behind this so they have they've been established for over 17 years um, and run amazing surveys um, not just hospitality but other industries as well um, and it's all about really building back better um, for the travel industry and I think the timing as we're just coming out of the pandemic is 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 perfect excellent and uh, that's you know it's you're right, and I think obviously your mission, if I'm correct, is in saying is it's to help businesses build back better, isn't it, and make the travel industry a choice for for employees to to, to look to rejoin or even to enter as a first time into the industry. Yeah, I think it's to enable companies. It's not just about winning, by the way. Um, it's to attract the best talent in the market. Um, And I think it's a must for companies to create a reputation as somewhere um, candidates want to work. And I think we have to get together as an industry collectively. And from the survey we are running, that, that gives us the insights and data to report and act on how employees are feeling in travel companies' workplace. I think expectations expectations have changed, um, and there's the pent up demand, obviously, resulting in a mass surge of bookings over the last month. <laughs> um, people bringing back capacities, and companies need to rely on getting their people 
productive and back up to speed. And I think with employees having stepped out of industry, um, companies now need to build back and we need that sort of energy and that and candidates and employees to be able to navigate that new environment, which is very, very different. We've got all sorts of um, like stamina, agility, mental health. They've all been severely affected during the pandemic. So our survey is quick and robust and allows travel companies to ask their employees what is really important to them going forward. Yeah, and when you talk about the survey, it's not a long survey, is it? I think it's what they're five killer questions. Is that right? No, there's six six, six. killer questions, okay. and then you have a number of um, characteristics around a business. Um, so there'll be leadership, there'll be L and D, there'll be comp and benefits, there'll be D and I. There'll be all different areas, and then with, be, beneath each of those, you then rank what is the most important to that individual um, and it's it's very comprehensive but it's it's as I said to you it's quite simple it's 10 minutes to um, complete it it can be completed on a mobile or desktop which if you've got an overseas team yep. is perfect Definitely. And I think everybody now, especially if they're in the hybrid model and they're not always going to have access to a desktop, then they can yeah. they can do it remotely on their on their mobile device, which is great. So yeah. um obviously this is this is designed for companies to get involved for their employees. And when you, you gather these results, and I know that there's a, a culmination in, in an awards ceremony in May, isn't there? But will you be distributing the results without giving away too much information. I suppose there's a there's a level of um, privacy to a certain yeah. point, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. The survey is completely autonomous, um, and there will be there will not be a long list of all the companies that are entering and ranking them from say one to a hundred. We wouldn't do that. It's not about <laughs> naming. It's not. It's not about naming shaming. Um, it's more about actually trying to help businesses um, realise where they need to make those improvements and give them that desire to hope to improve over the next 12 months because we will run this again next year. Okay, so it's not it's not like a, a glass door where people can go on and, and vent or show no. their, their, their things. It's more of like a, 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 the, the top 100 companies to work for when, the, is it the Times that bring that out, isn't it? Or the, um... Um, similar. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, it's all employee-led yeah. and this is unique to the travel industry. There isn't anything like it in Good. travel. Good. And I'm, and, and I'm imagining it with it being an inaugural uh, year for it and, and, and the inaugural um, presentations in, in May at the award ceremony, it's going to be quite prestigious. And, and I imagine there's going to be some companies that are going to be very proud of, of winning this because it is from their employees yeah. giving them their, 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 their yeah. seal of approval, I suppose, isn't it? Absolutely. So it's not, it's not driven by um, self-nomination. It is driven by your employees. It's, um, I think the onus is on travel companies to showcase themselves in that they put their people first 
and that their needs and wants are taken seriously. Yeah. Um, and I, I think coming out of the pandem- pandemic, we've got to ha- have a industry that is people focused. We've for so long talking about employee experience, no, uh, customer experience and user experience. And quite often the employee experience is at the bottom of the list. Yes. So if if companies have been doing that really well during the pandemic and having had really looked after their teams, then they're going to fare very well in the survey. But like my guess is that actually, naturally, there will be, uh, just coming out, there may be a low morale and employees have worked their butts off and really exhausted themselves. So I think we are probably going to start with a low base and then year on year, we're going to see significant improvements. Yeah, definitely, because it's going to be hard to, to gauge it against the, the, the previous two years that we've had, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, you, you know, it's it's come at a perfect time because even today there's a report on the, the Travel Weekly about the lack of um, employees or candidates looking to go. You know, there seems to be an abundance of, of job roles, which is a role reversal to where we were this time last year, obviously. But there now is, is this huge amount of roles out there, yet there just doesn't seem to be the candidates to fill them. And that's having a, a backlash, like you said, on on customer service um i know that travel agents at the moment are 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 frustrated about call times getting older tour operators i know tour operators are frustrated about how many calls they can service and ultimately that that will then hit them in the in the pocket because if the customer doesn't travel with them or book with them they're not getting any revenue so it's it's a vicious circle at the moment isn't it but yeah i i did see that article yesterday and i have um spoken to juliet who wrote the article for um, Travel Weekly. And actually some of those, I can't name, (laughs) but some of those companies have entered um, into best workplaces, which is brilliant. Good, good. That's good. And I think once those results come out in May, if there are people still looking to to, to get back in or no doubt join the industry, it's going to certainly put put people on the the top of the list. Because... I, you know, um, a lot of people have been going through it in the last 18 months with, with redundancy and whatever. And one of the key things that a lot of job coaches out there and career coaches will always tell you is write a list of who you want to work for. Have a have a have a dream list, I suppose, of the companies that you want to work for. And this could be a way of compelling that list. Very simply, isn't yes. it? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's where they see these companies um, featuring high in certain areas, um, they will aspire to work for them, of course. No, it's, an, it's an accreditation because yeah. each company um, gets a employer net promoter score, very similar to consumer net yes. promoter scores. So you can see what that is. And if they rank very highly, then you know that they're treating their employees well. Definitely. And MPS is, a, is so important now. I think it's more and more companies are using the MPS, aren't they? So, yeah. and, and this is, you know, like we said there, the, the pandemic will really show those companies that have valued and looked after their staff, um, not by the fact that they've managed to retain them, um, but also by the way that they're, they're, they're servicing 
servicing their employees, but they're in turn servicing their customers, trade partners, direct clients, whatever it may be, um, which means that we'll see profits and pre-pandemic numbers probably by the end of the year. We hope so, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everybody's plan, isn't it? Yeah, so certainly with the, with the bottom line. So with the, the company, is there a minimum number of employees they have to have to be able to enter or can it be open to all? No, it's um, 10 plus. Right. Okay, that's good. So it's 10 to 50 for a small business and then it's 51 to 249 for a medium business and then 249 plus for large businesses. Okay, so good. So the, so the three categories are going to be covered there then, which is great. Yes. Excellent. And if people want to find out more about this, you've got the website, haven't you, which is bestplacestowork.co.uk? No, best workplaces oh, in travel there we go best workplaces <laughs> in travel it's me writing it the wrong way around best workplaces in travel.co.uk that's right yes what we'll do is we'll put the link on to uh to the podcast as well so everybody can everybody can hit that link up there as well um we are we are all on all social media channels as well brilliant so you can follow them on linkedin and facebook and and instagram i can see and twitter yeah um which is we- great and Danny, we would love you to have you at the award ceremony on the 4th of May. Oh, well, that's thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Um, you've, I done, will... you've, you've done lots for the industry, so you're very, you're very welcome. That's, that's very kind of you. I will obviously pop that in my diary. Um, I will, of course, have to check with my new employer as I oh, have returned to the workplace. <laughs> so, but uh, I shall certainly put that in my diary. Thank you very much um, on that. But no, it's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's something that, you're right in saying that the industry's been crying out for for this kind of and it's not all about the award but the award is always nice it's always great to celebrate the wins but this kind of recognition is certainly something that the travel industry has been looking for for a while isn't it yeah i mean it's it's a unique employee survey it's very it's a very smart piece of tech um it reveals obviously the industry insights which we don't have any in travel yeah um, so for benchmarking, it's perfect for travel companies. Yeah. I think it um, it also boosts your employ- employer brand, which you just mentioned. So yes. it helps when, when you look at the article in Travel Weekly, it's all about attracting, engaging and retaining yes. that best travel talent. Yeah, definitely. You're right. And... And, it, and I think it is that it's that opportunity because there are still a lot of people out there looking to get back and, and I think they will be in a slightly different situation now because if there are more companies looking for staff, the candidate can be a little bit picky again. So it has gone role reversal where there was more candidates and jobs last year. There seems to be the other way around. So the, the yeah. you know, people can be more selective and making sure that they work with the right company and the company is going to certainly look after them um going forward into the future which is and and danny one thing to to note that when speaking to so many travel companies over the last couple of months um many have um gone back out to people that have left the business or the industry and actually re-recruited them back in yeah, I just, funnily enough, I just read that on your, on the LinkedIn um, post there. So you, you're right in what you're saying, because I think a lot of people that were proactive during the pandemic will have learned new skills. Whether that was, whether they had to go off and go and do a, a slightly different job, they may have gained more customer service or administration experience, or whether they've, they've 
done the 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 learning programs where they've gone off and learned different yeah. skills from the open university from the the various skills workshops out there um so yeah i think there's certainly a lot of staff that have been let go previously can bring a lot back yeah. to to those to those companies and as long as as long as the candidate feels comfortable going back into that environment which which again all goes full circle into this isn't it i suppose it's mm-hmm. how that 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 letting go process that redundancy process was handled and um, whether you have that open relationship with that previous employer um that you feel comfortable going back in you know it's it's yeah. i think it's always personally for me it's always been a case of i've always wanted to leave a, a, a role on the bestest terms you can you know because you never know when that door might need to be reopened and and you're right in what you're saying those doors are being reopened and they can actually get back that that quality and and the investment because these people will have been in trained and the investment would have been put in before they were let go before as well so it makes commercial sense for the yeah. companies to, to to re-employ doesn't it yeah so i think this survey and this whole initiative is if you really as a company want to know what your people are thinking and feeling right now then this is a no-brainer yeah, and I think it, this is the perfect time to find out what your staff are thinking um, yeah. and, and take those messages and, and learn and grow and develop. Um, and it will no doubt come up with, a, with some wonderful new names and companies and little stars that'll, uh, that'll appear and they'll benefit and grow stronger and stronger from, from these results in the pandemic, which is great. Yeah, and the employers in turn gain also gain that recognition and profile as the best workplace in travel. Definitely. And all the plaudits that come with it. And I'm assuming it'll also be a nice shiny award as well. Of course. <laughs> Haven't even got that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's May. It's still only February. We're good to go. So um, if you do want to find out more again, you can go onto the website, which is bestworkplacesintravel.co.uk. And as Gail said, they're available across all the social media channels. So you can follow them on the Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook pages as well. But we'll put a link into the the podcast recording so you can get direct access to that site. And if you are an employer, um, then obviously register on that. If you are an employee, push your employer into it. If you feel that it's something that, that they could benefit from, promote it. Certainly, it's not. it doesn't have to be the employer that instigates this, is it? No. That's good. So, Gail, thank you very much for your time again. And thank you very much for your kind offer of, the, uh, of attending the awards. I will, uh, like I said, I'll pop that in my diary. Um, and once again, everybody that's in the group, the members, the, the, the jobs, the roles that you're sharing, keep going. There's some really good and exciting new positions out there. You really are helping. There's been wonderful stories over the last month of people that have found work um, as a result of the group, which is great. And uh, everybody... Just keep positive. The industry is getting stronger. We're coming out of this pandemic. We seem to be every day getting closer and closer to normality. And every day you see a different country dropping or changing its restrictions, making life and and travel easier. You see more airlines putting on more flights, the cruise ships coming back on, the hotels getting full. And and, And obviously the recruitment agencies like yourself, Gail, getting more and more candidates approaching you because you've got more and more job roles. That's right, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. As capacity is coming back, which is brilliant, but companies need to get their people ready. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So, well, once Danny, again, yes, Danny, go on. thank yes. you for um, 
inviting me on this podcast and for getting behind us. No, 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 not at all. Like I said, I think it's it's a brilliant initiative, and I think it's one that that's, that's certainly going to pave the way uh, going forward. This isn't something that's just post-pandemic this is something that's here for the long term and I think yeah. you know it's only going to grow and grow as, as companies see and, and who doesn't love a competition everybody always wants to be number one so <laughs> it's gonna it's only going to benefit everybody not just the the candidates that are going to get hopefully better terms and conditions from their employers but equally the employers as well so which is wonderful so once again thank you very much for your time today pleasure thank you